listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, yo, J A Y, I flow sick. Fuck all y'all haters blow dick. I spit the game for those that throw b- money, cash hoes, money, cash chicks, sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the streets. Only white for minds, a life for crime. And since life's a bitch in mini skirts and big chests, how can I not flirt with death? That's life's a nigga. As long as life prevent us, we gonna send a lot till Christ forgive us. Fuck it. Ice the wrist and raise the price on these niggas. Y'all can't floss on my level. I'll invite you all to get with us if you're ball and glitter. When I do go all when i go all the harlem prayer walls my picture if you get close enough you can read the scripture it reads money cash hoes how real is that nigga hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on a late night on a on a tuesday i think it's tuesday. on tuesday uh and uh your girl is listening to our podcast because she's choosy mm-hmm, mm-hmm uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips and leave us uh five star reviews we appreciate all the people that take the time out to do that because we know you didn't you didn't have to do that Mm-mm. um the official weapon of the show is the taser and a unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme uh and today's podcast is brought to you by adam and eve y'all adam and eve.com mm-hmm. they're trying to help you smang that thing <laughs> <laughs> trying to help you smang that thing okay negro con is coming up mm-hmm. and you might want to have bring your, your on the road dildos with you i don't know <laughs> really up to you uh but they are determined to try to help you spice it up in the bedroom and I'm not talking just salt and pepper like white people spice. I'm talking some cayenne pepper. I'm talking some some some, some paprika. Okay, I'm talking about some some oregano. You know, some Lowry's. They trying to help you spice it up good in the bedroom. Um, go to adamandeve.com. You can get 50 percent off of almost any item in stock. All you gotta do is put in code TBGWT at checkout. But in addition to that. They want to give you some mo shit because that's not enough. They want to give you the big O kit. Who doesn't like the big O? Don't we all like the big O? It was an excellent anime. It was for real. Mm-hmm. And it's also an excellent orgasm. Uh, the big O kit comes with a mini vibrator and climax gel. And in addition to all that stuff, they'll give you free shipping. I mean, what else do you want? I don't know. You just tripping right now. Go to adamandeve.com, pick out one item, put in code TBGWT. The item could be anything. It could be lingerie. It could be a sexy new gift. It could be uh, a movie, you know, Blu-ray. Uh, I know you're tired of those, uh, you know, online porn where you just don't know what the fuck's going to happen and the clip cuts off at two minutes and you got to wait for it to load. No, no ads. Just straight Blu-ray in your face, blah, Uh That's right. Just put in TBGWT at the checkout box at adamandeve.com. And get all those deals. Free shipping too. Play me out.
those dudes were the shit mm-hmm. my freshman year of college i was like these niggas are killing it um all right all kinds of stuff is happening uh in the news and whatnot um much of it disturbing disturbing news guys okay talking all kinds of people fucking with black folks oh yes yes y'all it's gonna be one of those shows it's just crazy today <laughs> good thing you took a nap good thing i took a damn nap uh i guess the first thing you know i'm just gonna be all over the place today guys i don't know what we're gonna talk about yeah, it don't matter i'm just here for the ride um ice cube is gonna appear on bill Maher's show to address the to discuss the n-word mm-hmm. yep ice cube's coming on uh in addition to him coming on um michael eric dyson is taking senator al franken's place now that al franken's not showing up mm-hmm. in addition to that simone sanders will be there you guys might remember her black lady that ran the campaign for uh well helped run the campaign for bernie mm-hmm. uh like the uh the afro signal went out <laughs> and all the black people are coming in this friday um now cube apparently was scheduled to appear before all this and when asked was he gonna like boycott it or whatnot and he was like nah um he gonna he gonna show up and 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 be there well hopefully we'll we'll see what he has to say you know i i I won't watch the show i saw a lot of people be like i'm gonna watch this live now i guess i gotta watch Mm -hmm. they trying to get me to watch it i was like Mm -hmm. the bill maher's show has been the same way for seven years mm-hmm. if anything happens the it'll like, be a clip of it right most of the white mainstream media will share that clip monday or whatever like you like uh saturday like you it'll it, it, they always do it you know i'm still conspiracy the one of the few conspiracies i believe in is i still think it's uh it's basically advertising mm-hmm and because every week it doesn't matter what happens on that show every week there's always a clip on like raw story media i all these places and i'm like that's just an ad yes and and i might be wrong but in my opinion they had to find somebody to take the place of john stewart because when john stewart went away he used he was the fucking king of them cutting and posting those clips in fairness bill maher has always been one too oh oh, like it it was never just only one person it was my point was they didn't extend that type of viral marketing to the black shows Mm -mm. so trevor noah doesn't get the viral clip share as often no you know you you go to the even now if john stewart were to come back and say anything now obviously it would be quote unquote more sensational because he hasn't done anything in a while but the point being trevor noah can say the same thing every night five nights a week they're not sharing that shit Mm -mm. That's a black dude saying that. White people don't watch the show as much now. A black dude's there. No, they when don't. When it was the nightly show, they didn't share clips from the nightly show very often. You know, like they share those fucking Bill Maher clips every fucking week on the hour. Like I can write it down like clockwork. Like yes, when I wake up to play ball at seven in the morning the it's next day, two or three stories on the front page of Raw Story will be just clips from Bill Maher show. Like it's advertising and uh and without fail that's what will happen next week it'll be uh you know when they a lot time to talk about this which i'm sure they will um it'll it'll be um you know right it'll be put in a clip right there online and you can just go click play or whatever the fuck if if anything worthwhile is said i don't know if it will be anything worthwhile said because one of the things that i think we don't talk about enough when it comes to these black people working in this industry is that they're at work 
yes they are that's always one of the few things we don't talk about and i i sometimes lose focus of that and i'm trying to be more cognizant of that because it Mm -hmm. does matter and i do bring it up a lot and i don't say it as an excuse but Mm -hmm. as a reality which is that most of us in america if you're black you don't get to be as pro-black and militant as you would like to be when you're working when you're you're trying when you got to get a check um bill maher is a gatekeeper within that industry Mm -hmm. i do expect any black person that would go on his show just about to be in the we gotta forgive them y'all camp and it's not a big deal i don't think those apologies are for us uh those not even apologies what are they i don't think those explanations and excuses are for us as black people those Mm -hmm. are for white people that watch Mm -hmm. the show um but ultimately they're all gonna be like there's bigger fish to fry because he's a gatekeeper to them and if they were to come out and be like man fuck that nigga he was wrong i'm i don't have nothing nice to say about that shit he is racist and all that shit they wouldn't be back on the show and sadly though a lot of these cats want to be back on that show more than they care about other shit you know uh like even killer mike was saying that shit about like yeah he shouldn't have said it and i would punch him in the stomach and smoke weed with him after because that's what you do when you got a white friend and you 13 i'm like you're not 13 right he's not your white friend he's a comedian you can't in one in one instance say well he's a comedian he's a professional and then be like he fucked up this bad and then go it's no big deal like nah it is a big deal it is fucked up but too many black people can't wait to prostate them uh is that right prostate anyway they can't wait to to basically lay across him and be like no don't don't attack him you know um and it's sad really uh that's all i got for you like it's just making me sad don't make me laugh uh cube is gonna be on there and then uh uh like i said um and he was already scheduled to be on there and then of course michael eric dyson is gonna replace al franken mm-hmm. that's gonna be a vocabulary conversation yeah and i think that's in the interview portion up front so it'll probably be about the n-word and michael eric dyson telling everybody come on y'all we got bigger fish to fry and you know as a great great tupac said uh if my homie calls i'll be there you know some shit and then mm-hmm. everybody's gonna laugh at the sideshow of it and that'll be it you know mm-hmm I, I don't know motherfuckers putting their credibility on the line I for it i don't want to be watching it i don't care yeah so um i wouldn't watch it before so i'm not the audience right yeah yeah exactly you know you wouldn't watch either way and i'm mm-hmm. i don't watch either though so i i don't know like i said i'll see the clips the next day or people will live tweet it and shit i'm sure motherfuckers gonna tag me and everything said because it's like they motherfucking read my brain dog everything i said was gonna happen just keep happening the only thing that can't happen is Cornell West be there too at the same time as Michael Dyson. Okay, that I'm drawing the line at. I feel like they got too much black academic beef for them to. That is, it's ironic. Ooh, the black academic black also be happening up in there. Ironically, Cornell West and Michael Eric Dyson are the Tupac and Biggie of uh, of Black Academia. So I don't think Ooh. they'll be there together. The, the 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 it'll blow up in there. It might it's slip full up. Of words might slip up and say nigga again. <laughs> All right, I'm on the air uh as a late great scholar tupac said uh nigga i hit him up uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so anyway that's all gonna unfold on friday um what else happened oh orlando jones contributed his voice to the to the fray um and it was kind of disappointing orlando jones is a actor that uh 
you know he's known for i don't know sleepy hollow the seven up commercials a long time ago that everybody seems to have got about lately he's in this uh show called american gods playing this mm-hmm. this this uh black spider god from africa that uh just one of the best monologues i've ever heard in my life just oh so great and he's been doing interviews talking about it and all this shit and um i guess he decided to take the social media uh to talk about this bill maher shit uh let me see if i play this y'all make me laugh with your fake outrage and your fake social justice i ain't never not never said that bill maher was not a racist i said hashtag bad choice of words but not a racist or hashtag bad joke but not a racist and trust and believe Bill Maher said plenty of stuff that people could consider racist or Islamophobic or homophobic or sexist, but it's all in the name of new rules and a joke. And we. Um, uh, I just got to load up a little bit more. So I guess he must have already had said some shit, and people went in on him, and this is his retort. Mm, Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess. wait why is it not even loading anymore okay let me refresh um but yeah i i I don't know i guess he must have already said something let me google that shit now because i hate when uh hate when other people do this shit and um (laughs) don't don't have a full story um because i had only heard third hand people being like and fucking orlando jones and i I was like i don't want to do i want to know if orlando let the world down i don't want to i know every time you say orlando i don't know if you're talking about jones or bloom i, I get confused sometimes okay he so he had orlando jones goes ballistic on people calling bill maher a racist that's on uh of course the aforementioned com. okay the home of the woke uh so i guess this is a response to that uh all right it's taking a second to load all right let's uh do your thing you gonna have to go to the tube all right uh sometimes yeah i just think the the sites move i just think my internet is slow over here i don't know firefox just like fuck this shit man ha 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 i don't even like this all right use that explorer uh all right it's loading it's just taking its time i don't know guys but yeah uh you know we see this all the time because i think racial shit is so highly charged that anything you say that's not like in line with what the fuck people want to hear uh it's gonna be um, a problem yeah bill maher's n-word drama drags on orlando jones turned away in the actor and comedian shared some controversial and confusing thoughts on the matter in a video rant calling out both maher for his racism and those calling for him to be fired for not recognizing his racist tendencies sooner oh so it's the same video all right so i was playing it i don't i don't know why uh he must have tweeted something y'all make me laugh with your fake outrage and your fake social justice i ain't never not never said that bill maher was not a racist i said hashtag bad choice of words but not a racist or hashtag bad joke but not a racist and trust and believe bill maher said plan of stuff that people could consider racist or islamophobic or homophobic or sexist but it's all in the name of new rules and a joke and we let it slide we let it go for 20 plus years and now because he said the n-word now we gonna pin the tail on the racist donkey i mean what's wrong with that 
<laughs> I, I mean i mean i, I get what he's trying to say but i mean that's that thing where it's like if you didn't say nothing before then i guess you can't ever say nothing um but a lot of people have been saying shit um and it's an unfair ultimatum to pretend that um nobody been saying shit for 20 years and then all of a sudden they say shit a lot of people been saying shit and when you look at the people who actually are talking about he need to be fired and all that shit they're not just talking about this incident they're mm-hmm. all talking about 20 years worth of shit uh so it's already like a false uh it's I a straw man bullshit i call bullshit bullshit and more bullshit hell bill clinton passed a three strikes law that put more black people in jail and destroyed more black families than anything bill ma has ever said and black people call him the uh is he about to say the first black president black on black crime right i so how how do we maybe i'm i'm honestly confused at how this happens over and over but the false ultimatum of you can't be upset at two things at the same time a lot of I don't a lot know. of people don't fuck with bill clinton anymore because sure of that don't. every time he opened his mouth in 2016 i swear to god it was like we was covering it on the show it's like look what this motherfucker said this time people it was more ignorant and more ignorant right people ain't done that first black president joke shit since 2008 first black president huh what for the record people ain't done i just want to clarify people haven't done those first black president jokes since obama became president and it was obvious like the joke was dead because it was how white people treated the actual first black president Mm -hmm. it was like yeah bill clinton never dealt with this like even with us being like yeah bill clinton had some uh unfair you know they was going after him for fucking other woman it was da 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 we all sat around and saw how they treated obama and went yeah joke's over playing the saxophone fucking other one it wasn't even positive things it was all like jokey stereotype things and it was a joke it was always a joke it was never no one seriously went bill clinton's a black man right like it's it's so fucked up because it's so it's anecdotal as fuck to pull that out and be like y'all thought this was funny but now y'all mad about this it's like actually at the time you know things things changed like it wasn't it wasn't always that way if it, i'm sure that if um you know if everybody that could go back in in time and fast forward to obama be a president probably would be like yeah this joke won't be this these jokes won't last like these won't look funny in a year or two or whatever five years all right back to his comments what is that not racist what he didn't know black people going to jail in droves everybody knew it was all part of the quote war on drugs so why don't we start judging people about what they do and not what they say um also that's a little misleading the war on drugs started like during reagan george w bush uh, george h bush or whatever the first bush Mm -hmm. (sighs) it started way before yeah i think a lot of people purposely did i i don't he's old enough to know better so i think a lot of people are purposely trying to turn the um clinton administration and that time period uh now that it's passed long enough to turn it into like and black people didn't even fuck with the clintons and they just kept doing all this shit and that's not true and um yeah it's simply not true mm-hmm. you know in, in a lot of ways our community was put in a very unfair situation uh via the war on drugs the mm-hmm. fact that 
um drugs were disseminated in our communities um uh you know and that's not just conspiracy theory that i mean that's That's true real you know literally drugs were sold to the black community to make money uh the cia would make money off of it use that money for uh other international things to fund certain shit off the books like Mm -hmm. it's like that shit is true that's not a conspiracy that's not just some shit you Mm -hmm. i made up but um i'm tired of black people getting blamed for that and i'm tired of people acting like we were so wrong um when you're constantly under under attacking in turmoil um the solution these long-term solutions that people talk about they're not really seen you know because the immediacy of disrupting a community with drug uh addicts essentially is what happens correct and then criminalizing drug addiction mm-hmm. which is the next level of that is that what we get from our get from our community we're fucking superheroes to even have survived that shit man they've been i don't want to go on a long rant but it seemed like they've just been trying to kill us since they got us here and and, and it didn't work out on their behalf like mm-hmm. they just been trying to kill us so it's it's kind of it's sad to see black people use this tact against other black people for the most part where it's like y'all thought the cleanse was so great and it's like everybody thought the cleanse were better than the republican option come on at the time take me back to those years and i vote for the clintons again because obviously the fucking bush and reagan era was fucking worse like i can't like it's such revisionist history to act like that like the options were uh martin luther king jr was running and then these niggas like no these were the options people picked the best option at the time that's actually what happens every election cycle uh it will happen until i die um the other thing was um once our community was clamoring for these solutions Mm -hmm. because we just we didn't have the long view of history to deal with this and also the solutions weren't terrible except for this whole thing called systemic racism which turns every solution against us you know the fact that we incarcerate people and we don't rehabilitate people Mm -mm. imagine if we had a rehabilitative uh aspect to prison that was trying to get people to be restored to contributing citizens of society and they can go back out and get a job and shit we don't have that Mm -mm. so when we put somebody in jail it becomes um a lifelong sentence yes it does you know what no matter what the crime is for if you you go to jail you black that's a life sentence uh you're gonna probably go back to jail you're probably not gonna ever get a good job you're probably never gonna be able to go to college and graduate you're probably never gonna have the resources to provide for a family without committing crime like these are the things that you know as a solution you we can never we can never calculate these things it's it's always a bad choice for us it's always a bad choice and it's disheartening to see especially black celebrities who have made it who have money who do have some level of fame come down on black people so often for shit like oh y'all mad someone said nigga and it's like yeah they are they're mad at that they're also mad about uh unjust incarceration that we're also mad about uh systemic racism we're also mad about the economy we're mad about a lot of shit it like like i don't know why our anger is always used against us meanwhile motherfuckers are courting angry white voters y'all they're court they're justifying they've written seventy five thousand puff pieces since november about 
angry white people and how we need to be nice to them and get them to come over y'all mm-hmm. are never nice to us it never the crossover never crosses over to us all right and i i don't give a fuck about them puff pieces and also it's one of the things where the laws that lay out for black people it's funny how those laws change once white people get caught up in the mix of them laws right because now all of a sudden with the heroin and the meth outbreak and overdosing and shit like that you got whole fucking white communities where where like the whole place just like crack the whole uh, bunch of cities and states have skyrocketed in this and what did you start hearing we need to reform the drug laws we know because why could you have the fucking mandatory sentences and all this bullshit sending sending white people to jail and when you send white people to jail lord knows you can't do that yeah um yeah it just anyway i i think it's that but and that and you know despite his passion and everything i'm not fooled by this mm-hmm. this is the same bait and switch topic of y'all can't talk about this because uh i i we got bigger fish to fry and it's it's such bullshit it's such bullshit because it one it never extends to anybody but us Mm-mm. why why is it just us y'all don't see the pattern of how it's always us they got to talk about some bigger shit always bigger shit that we can't solve by the way it's always something bigger that it's not our fault and we really can't fix it on our own always but it's like you can't bring up anything you know um like next time he's talking about diversity in hollywood i would love for somebody to be like what about the clintons and drugs he'd be like man what the fuck are you talking about like i i'm mad about that too and i'm mad about this he knows better all black people know better but we do this to each other and, and it's, it's unfair um all right back to this shit and please come drag me i'm a troll i look forward to be dragged by you because i drag me better and more often than any of you can but i'm damn sick and tired of this fake mock outrage like we gonna jump up and swing the banner in the air over rebel flags and other such foolishness let people fly their fucking rebel flag who cares please do what what is that he just mad i don't even mm-hmm. know what that has to do with i, I don't know this I how you end up caping for the rebel flag in the middle of the <laughs> I, I don't know the, the the train went off the rails it's like we're not allowed to even be human man we're not even allowed not. to have we're emotions and react to shit you're an actor you know all about emotions and how people react and i don't it sounds like I, look i don't have the full kind it sounds like he said something people went in on him for saying something stupid or whatever and this was his reaction is i'm gonna just turn around and say a bunch of anti-black shit to black people and that's gonna be my defense and i'm like why bro why because we support you, dog. Because like, I want to know where the right. assholes are. And when it comes to talking to me about my blackness or, or my race or what you going to tell me about racism, they burn cross in my front yards. I'm from Mobile, Alabama in the deep south. You don't know shit about my racism and my experience with it. So as far as I'm concerned, and I want to be clear about this, you come to my timeline and want to talk shit about me, feel free. Yeah, it's got to be some niggas winning on his timeline. Mm-hmm yeah yeah okay it's more of he was he not it's like because like i said this people especially on twitter who don't have a lot of followers you don't have a lot of people following you and you're not big and you're not famous y'all really don't understand once that shit get to rolling it get to rolling a lot of people well i'm just one person you're one out of thousands of replies he probably got probably calling them all types of 
raccoons and well you ain't black and you ain't real like i i gotta think i gotta feel like he's responding more to that than he is probably responding to bill maher yeah see he must have said something yeah got roasted mm-hmm. and then went to facebook to do his rant mad because that's yeah, what it sounds sound like. like he's mad about something else yeah and he and it's like it all kind of just blended in together yeah because i'm now i'm on his timeline looking to see what the fuck he talking about because i i don't know man this like they must have just called him all kinds of coons and questioned his blackness and shit you know they did and this is this is an emotional response to that which i you know to a certain level i understand right i don't know what he said at first to inflame this shit because how many followers does he have uh let me see he has uh okay uh 153,000 seeing them so yeah they probably been and he reading them shits and people probably being like Like they they lighting them up and and actually you know that's a really kind of a mid-tier yeah some people that have millions of followers so once you start stepping into that realm i couldn't even imagine yeah i can't even imagine reading your tweets if you have that many followers Mm -mm. i remember one time justin bieber posted a screen like the recorded his phone screen and it was just like it's just like a continuous scroll mm-hmm. um you know i'm trying to see what he got to say um uh yeah i don't know because it would have been like two or three days ago so it would be like like he tweets a lot actually um that's the thing he's probably very active too so you know all of a sudden you go from tweeting about whatever the fuck you are to ding a ding ding a ding a ding a ding a ding yeah um all right let me play some more of this it's almost over because i don't give a fuck what you think about my blackness i was born black i'm gonna die black and i'm damn fucking proud of it and ain't no sense in acting like i'm not and if you got a problem with that please 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 go fuck yourself <laughs> Sound like, honestly that really sound like that anger is at them trolls or whoever else was at him you know they might have even been valid but it all looks the same to him yeah um yeah i don't know what he said i'm just going back and looking at this shit um june 5th because that's like about when it happened like june what's it the sixth actually it's longer than that this is, it'll be about like like june 4th or 3rd or some shit i'll keep keep scrolling but my guess is that's what happened mm-hmm. yeah because after a while you quit talking about it's like you, you the 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 train went off the tracks and you started going the other directions which is part of the shit you really wanted to talk about anyway yeah and i don't think i am a bit sensitive to that because i've seen it i've had it happen to me where i'm just like my experience in this is different than how people on the outside are viewing it right and people always um make these assumptions people always make yeah they always make this assumption like you're living in a vacuum or your experience is the same as theirs where it's like well just do this and it's like y'all don't understand like it's not that simple Mm -mm. you know the the, i'm responding to what what's being said to me and y'all are looking at my response and then going this stupid motherfucker and i'm like but if you saw 27 people call me a coon and racial slurs and homophobic slurs and questioning my blackness you will understand why i'm going off right now so maybe that's what's going on um to some extent um 
i don't know let me see what he said uh okay so it started with the yeah i see him responding to people you're an idiot go away dude slater if that's your real name so i'm trying to get back to what the fuck he said coons and uncle toms like at orlando jones will never understand racism the way you do he too busy sucking a white man's dick fork orlando jones he probably had been crossing house giving bill maher a foot massage whispering everything gonna be all right master yeah I, mm-hmm. you know about the ass at the woodworks it's funny because it's him replying to orlando jones to himself saying that people got gifts of him to, uh saying he defending bill maher um yeah i don't know what he uh, uh i don't he know what said he's saying something to spark it yeah oh someone wrote an article saying my new write-up at jason whitlock at king james and race we need solutionaries uh send it to to orlando jones so they do assume he on that side i delete two tweets and take responsibility for the fact that my attention was not clear that's my fault that's not your fault it's mine um so i guess he got some tweets he deleted i'm just trying to investigate this live on the air y'all i'm sorry yeah. this is twitter uh somebody got something that lipstick alley put on there about the tweets oh in the in the chat mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the bottom of this y'all live the blackout tips uh twitter investigations okay we are doing this on the air we're gonna find out what the fuck happened because i feel like people this is uh this can't this can't just be that simple um let's see here all right according to this oh when you're at bill maher you almost always date black women and you you might think it's okay to use the n-word hashtag bad choice but he ain't no racist so he tweeted that and someone said uh, <laughs> i thought we gave him the black pass david oliver responded we orlando jones put a lot of uh laughing emojis uh someone said we need you to consider him a racist for this to be an excuse where hbo needs to fire him orlando johnson says respectfully respectfully i never said that it was excusable nor did i position myself as a judge or jury on racism i stated my opinion please check your tone mm. uh yes your hashtag is a personal opinion please don't act as if opinion of blacks in the industry won't influence how this plays out orlando says i'm gonna defer to you here because i'm not looking for a fight i have no idea what influence you're talking about uh david allegra said bill maher may know black pussy but he doesn't know black people <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god that's a good one um okay yeah man um it does sound like he was caping at first and got called out i don't know what to tell you and he deleted that shit because i know he was sometimes maybe he was trying to make a joke or whatever i don't know but yeah i can see why he deleted that shit it sounds stupid you know because you fuck black women don't mean you get to say nigga or that you not racist or that you got some type of past or we should honor that because he did fuck these black women so the rest of black people got to sit around and be like well it's okay he fucked superhead so he want to call black people name <laughs> like it, we all know that that's not how how that works you know so i don't know man i don't he says you can't expect people to read and understand sarcasm so i guess he said he was being sarcastic in that so maybe he was joking um 
you can't expect people who can't read to understand sarcasm are excited to troll the shit out of them for the rest of the day lol um yeah someone because somebody brought up you know with that shit about bill maher can't be racist it's like slave owners fuck slaves well they can't be racist come on what does dog. it mean that you fucking a black person yeah it sounded like he got mad because people went in on him but the original tweet sounds very defensive of dude and maybe he meant it sarcastically it's going to be hard for people to to read that sarcastically um and he sounded all over the place with the whole like but he being a racist and y'all ain't say shit like no that's a lie people have been saying shit you just now you're crafting a narrative so that you can you know admonish black people that get mad at you but any of those black people that are mad at bill maher being mad at bill maher and a lot of black people are going to say that this week they're mm-hmm. because that's what we always do we always turn on other black people we never really just go that's black anger and that's valid and we need to stop trying to downplay black anger come on we're emotional people just like everybody else and we deserve to be respected emotionally um the world caters to everybody else's emotions and we sit up there and let it happen for them like the world is like yep uh angry white people angry this angry that angry jewish people angry then we get the black people and it's like why y'all so angry like we don't have reasons to be angry mm-hmm. in this country no nope. you can't be angry you can't be sad you can't be depressed you can't be nothing you just have to respond however they think you're supposed to respond yeah so i would appreciate you know anybody listening to this if you have an outlet a podcast twitter social media whatever start thinking about that before you get on there and start the false ultimatums and the, what y'all mad about today and shit um think about that shit we need to cut that shit out a little yeah, bit cause sometimes people, like even the people that get mad at woke twitter and shit y'all on. need to cut that shit out man mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with them being mad Mm-mm. and and you're gonna want them to be mad about the shit you choose to be mad about right when it's your turn you're gonna want to re- retweet all the think pieces and shit um if we're in a constant emotional state of turmoil then it's because that's what's been done to us you know i don't understand why we always have to downplay it like because you're not mad at the same thing at the same time nobody else can and then when you do get mad about it you always turn on everybody else and go uh, well y'all wasn't mad about it. somebody was like it's not you're not special we're all fucking the same we're all picking and choosing our battles because we can't constantly live in the 24 7 state of anger Mm-mm. um but yeah we do need to accept that man you know it's anyway i just think i just think that's sad to see orlando say that shit but i also understand because he probably got called every kind of fucking coon ass uncle tom blah 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 probably got mad Mm -hmm. that's a human emotion uh i'm not gonna play the video but a video showed a deputy's husband uh basically use a chokehold on a man who died after a confrontation at a denny's uh the man was latino uh john hernandez he basically went outside at denny's and had to piss and he was pissing by the he was drunk and he was pissing by the person's car and this dude come out and punched him in his head a bunch of times slammed him on the ground um put a chokehold on him someone started recording it with their uh phone Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if they were friends of the man or whatever but the wife and like the you know like the wife of the the dude who was choking uh the guy mm-hmm. in the choke who put him in the chokehold 
and some random other white people blocked the camera so they couldn't get the full video of it um the man has died the uh all of y'all should go to jail even them for standing in front fuck them right the footage was captured by a concerned citizen who recorded the incident despite being told by the deputy to stop filming uh the i won't play it for you guys it is a disturbing video i yeah. did watch it you know um, I see that. yeah i didn't really want to see it either but i don't know man i vacillate back and forth some days i'm like i need to see this shit so mm-hmm. i don't forget and then some days i'm like i don't need to see this shit i know you know and that and i understand everybody's reaction vice like if your reaction is i never want to see this shit if your reaction is i'll never not see it i understand both ways you know i'm not i'm not judging anybody um at any rate uh the harris county deputies actively tried to cover up the killing at the scene and let a killer go free because he was married to a deputy said randall callinan a civil rights lawyer hernandez died may 31st after being taken off life support by at lyndon b johnson hospital his family made the tough decision to remove breathing tubes as it was determined by doctors that he was brain dead this is why that chokehold is outlawed by the way in so many places the family is now seeking justice and feels that his death could have been prevented investigators said the deputy's husband drove up to the denny's restaurant around 11:40 p.m his children were in the car with him as they waited to meet with his wife uh acso deputy who was off duty at the time while waiting in the parking lot de- deputy said the husband saw hernandez urinating in public and went to verbally confront the man by his behavior officer said the argument escalated to a physical altercation minutes later the deputy who was off duty at the time arrived at a separate vehicle video the, what, what what were they even doing at this Denny's? video clearly shows the deputy's husband on top of hernandez back with a strong chokehold around his neck hernandez sitting in the video kicking his back legs making audible sounds of a struggle the husband would not let go the deputy began telling the person capturing the footage uh to stop recording the husband because it's illegal like that chokehold ain't illegal uh the man did not get off of hernandez until he stopped moving when the deputy realized hernandez was not breathing she began to perform cpr on him until medics arrived neither the deputy nor her husband were injured in the altercation the deputy will remain on active duty while internal affairs investigates her involvement in the incident yeah guys if you see the video the thing for me isn't the the choking this i mean it's fucked up the cover-up mm-hmm. if you will the fluidity of how and the casualness of just how they immediately moved to block the cameras whiteness gonna protect whiteness it was it really felt like watch whiteness work dog like they just i don't know that those people even knew each other you know what i mean i know she knows her husband but i mean other people that got in the way i don't even know that they knew each other no because now they know these videos go viral and they they post across social media so they was like nope we don't want you to have something that's going to post to get us fired now this attack also happened in front of hernandez's young three-year-old daughter so, so she wouldn't her dad get killed right that's gonna affect her for the rest of her life um now she's fatherless right sheriff ed gonzalez didn't beat around the bush regarding how the internal investigation may look to the public but added he's confident in the office's ability to be transparent thorough and unbiased he also assured that the deputy's husband was not receiving preferential state uh treatment because of his wife's position gonzalez said the investigation is still in its early stages i don't believe you yeah i, I don't think anything will end up happening to the dude nope not at all not at all they'll just pay them a little bit of money because even but like this the amount of money they pay you you rather have the person in your life than that fucking money i don't know why people go where they're gonna get paid i'd rather have my living goddamn human being person family member than your fucking money um what makes you assume that they're gonna get paid 
yeah that's true because it wasn't the deputy that did this it was her husband so they can't even really say we're doing suing the city for this you know this police officer's actions and get money i don't know what's gonna happen with this i don't expect them to get money and i don't expect them to get uh justice uh neo warns women not to go to tyrese or any man for relationship advice on monday night singer and actor tyrese posted a meme on instagram asking for men only to give relationship advice to women in the comments so he ain't learn shit god damn it my mama taught me better than this nigga you ain't learned a goddamn thing Mm-mm. that's why i said kiss my ass kiss my whole entire ass every time a woman gets particularly black women get mad at something woman get mad at something my mama my sister my cu- i don't give a fuck about none of them bitches they didn't do it you did yeah he posted a picture that said men only give ladies some relationship advice god damn it man quit using them as a shield for your fucked up opinions and actions and neo came through with a, the best response and said don't listen to any of our advice do what you want yeah because uh you know other responses were listen to your man and respect him stop chasing money start chasing love <laughs> uh, yeah this whole man like and this is why i don't have any tolerance for the people that defend tyrese and his bullshit because they always make it seem like they always wait till after he says something stupid and uneducated and ignorant and inflammatory and then they come in and be like why y'all get mad at tyrese he just tyrese because tyrese is trying to step into a lane of i tell women what to do you can't also be mad when women go fuck you you can't like you can't like that's that's unreasonable like like just either don't say nothing if you don't say shit when tyree says these stupid ass things and don't say anything defending them he could just as easily just be tyree's the happy man that makes all the money and doesn't say shit and we'd be like tyree is a millionaire and everybody likes tyree's because he never says shit and he just makes his money and ha- does his job all these other motherfuckers that work in these same movies with tyree's somehow not falling into the controversy right like when they do interview rounds for uh fast and furious you don't ever see ludicrous talking about this what the ladies need to do Mm-mm. like he just out he like he ain't doing no videos to be like listen women this is like people just let chris be happy they just like ludicrous nor vin diesel none of them right it's a reason it always comes down to him because he keeps stepping out of his lane dog um let's see what else happened um vivica a fox is sued by former business partner for poaching dancers and defamation oh shit let me tell you something this woman vivica a fox stay in a lawsuit don't you know about to lose the money because you're saying something ignorant boy she's uh the former host of the short-lived lifetime series vivica like magic oh it got canceled oh who's watching it poor professor lch that, that was her jam uh, you know linda Charlemagne harris was watching that shit you know she was uh has been slapped with a lawsuit by her former business partner for libel theft defamation and more surrounding the idea and the cast of the cancel show in the suit jean-claude lamar 
accuses the actress of trying to destroy his business reputation and emotional well-being after trying to steal dancers from his own show black magic live which consists of an all black male troupe lamar says fox employed a certain concerted effort of defamation humiliation and misrepresentation to steal talent from it and confuse black magic lives audience providing the public with false statements that fox's copycat dance venture was in fact the real black magic live dance review Ooh, can't do that baby she picked the same name basically the suit alleges that lifetime picked up the series based on his show after fox agreed to star as in the series as the owner since the network couldn't obtain the rights to the original name lamar says he changed it to vivica's black magic that's all that's all that all came to an end after fox's controversial interview with power 105.1's the breakfast club where she said gay men would not welcome at a show prompting a boycott of the series and live shows oh so she ended up losing the money not yeah he lost money for his own shit because she fucked up her shit and people was like it's all the same i ain't i boycotting everything however that did not stop fox from pursuing the idea according to lamar the actress secretly began planning to start her own male review series called explicit minds using dancers from the original show and television series oh dang unless you do that baby he's suing for an unspecified amount of damages damn mm-hmm. yeah and it sound like you you can't do that sweetie if that's true she about to lose a whole lot of money mm-hmm. he was like you running your mouth fuck your shit up and my shit up dog mm-hmm. i'm losing money because of your stupidity no ma'am mm-hmm uh let's see what else we got uh walgreens pharmacist is accused of discrimination after denying a 13 year old girl medication for a iud to treat her menstrual issues because of his own personal beliefs i wish people stopped doing that bullshit they sh- you uh, should be able to fire someone for this right you should not have the job they ought to be like look if you have problem getting birth controls, if you have problem getting Plan B pill, you you cannot be a fucking pharmacist. I don't give a fuck about your your personal religious belief. Just give him my goddamn medication. If I got my paperwork and my doctor signed, what the fuck you got to do with this? Yeah, Walgreens pharmacist accused of denying a 13 year old girl the medication she needs prior to getting a AUD because of his personal beliefs. The teen girl, who has not been named, visited the drugstore in Albuquerque, New Mexico, to fill a prescription for misoprostol uh a synthetic hormone used to soften the cervix before the iud is inserted the girl needed the iud to treat menstrual issues see that's the other thing these pharmacists and not even pharmacists people when we think about birth control what we really think about is sex and it's not always and that's not actually the only thing birth control does it regulates menstrual cycles um treat like like in her case it could be treating uh different issues whether like and contrary to popular belief everybody body don't work the same no sometimes don't. people can go months between the period so they're not regular uh which can be a hell of a lot of mental anguish and shit when you're like am i pregnant or am i just not getting my period is something wrong with me right. you know whether you're having sex or not um also just that like i said the issue of um um you know uh the side effects of different types of birth control so maybe she wanted to take the pill over the counter like the pill kind and for some reason that's you know she can't do that um we're also always regulating women's bodies as if somehow not giving her the access to birth control she just would go well then i won't have sex that is normally not what happens that normally just means she will get pregnant right you know, so so it's 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 just it's just it's so stupid man i hate this it's stupid it's stupid and i don't 
this is just one of those things where i tend to get very angry but i try i try to temper it but i don't believe in your religious bullshit and you don't get to tell everybody else how to live because you went to some church Come on. that's your shit deal with your shit personally if you have some conscientious objection to doing your fucking job the one you went to school for where they didn't say and here's why jesus said because when you in pharmacy school they're not telling you about mixing up no drugs for jesus jesus ain't got nothing to do with that if you can't do the fucking job you need to step aside and let someone do the job you go be a preacher you go work in a church do you, you don't get to work at walgreens and then tell people religiously i can't give this to you don't fuck with my health because of your religion do you do that with people's blood pressure right. pills do you look at people that are trying to lose weight and you're like oh i see you getting thyroid medicine but i just believe that it's the sin of gluttony and uh i think you need to uh just stop stop eating as much so i'm gonna not give you this medicine do that with heart pills right do you do that with uh boner pills do you say sir are you married is all this sex gonna be for your wife do you do that no it's just another way of using your religion to spread misogyny because you're only judging women and then a 13 year old girl at that anyway it can be used to treat ulcers and induce abortions as well um the aclu uh according to the aclu new mexico they filed two complaints last week on behalf of the mother and daughter uh when the mother identified as ms in the complaint told the pharmacist he didn't know the medication what the medication was for he looked at her and said oh i have a pretty good idea of course it was him on the day of the incident which occurred in august last year according to aclu the mother and daughter had no problem getting two other prescriptions filled one was for the anti-anxiety drug the others for a mild pain reliever uh, but when the time came to fill the third prescription, the one for Mysoprostol, the pharmacist on duty said, despite having a medication currently in stock, he refused to fill the prescription because of his personal beliefs. Why do y'all even have it in stock? Because people come for the shit all the time and they get it with no fucking problems. So if you're not on duty, what their person would, if you wouldn't know do the price would have filled the shit out, the people would have went on about their business, right? Okay. The teen had to get the medication right away because her appointment to get the IUD inserted was scheduled the following day. Her mother took to, took it to another pharmacy to get the prescription filled. In addition to the significant inconvenience of having to travel to an alternate pharmacy and rush out traffic to obtain the time-sensitive prescribed medication, MS and her mother and her daughter experienced emotional impact discrimination. You know, another question I would have for this too: What happens in these small towns where you do have one pharmacy? in the whole fucking town you know like she's lucky this happened in a place where you had more than one place to go mm-hmm. ms felt judged disrespected and embarrassed by the incident her daughter felt extremely uncomfortable at the prospect of having to seek a pharmacist's personal approval to access her chosen prescription uh prescript uh prescribed contraceptive care yeah because she was like i'm trying to take care of this but yeah because i'm telling you right now he hit the wrong one they would have fucking raised hell in that hole because I, I probably would have flipped that's why they're behind that little fence area i would have fucking snapped i don't give a fuck about you or your guy fill out my fucking medication the mother returned to the original walgreens and speak to a manager this is when the pharmacist said he had a pretty good idea to intend to use for misoprostol uh, according to the organization now the aclu has filed the complaints along with the southwest women law center it is arguing that the pharmacist's refusal to provide the treatment constitutes gender discrimination had a man shown up with a prescription for the same medication to treat stomach ulcers he would have no doubt uh received the medication immediately oh so that yeah yep, that makes sense that's why it's back there because he would have gave it to a man 
but because the client was a woman the walgreens employee automatically assumed the medication was for reproductive health purposes and he personally opposed forcing her to travel to a different pharmacy that's not right women deserve the same level of care and respect as men at walgreens uh pharmacy yeah we i can't and and it's sad because uh not you know not to make too dramatic but november 2016 really emboldens this type of shit too like this environment this is only going to get worse because a lot of people are starting to treat the right to discriminate based on their religion as religious freedom and right. this administration is emboldening that and, and they tell them it's all right right they're saying yes that is the same thing as you being able to say no to somebody because you're a christian is the same thing as, if we get mad at you that's the same thing as being mad somebody's black it's the same thing as being mad someone's gay <laughs> actually it's worse than being mad someone's gay that's what they're saying because you're mad that yeah um kill them all congressman post unhinged rant about muslims at the london attacks Republican congressman from louisiana called for muslims to be hunted down and killed in the wake of london's ter- london terrorist attack the free world all of christendom is at war with islamic horror not one penny of american treasure should be granted to any nation that harbors these heathen animals in the post which also include a photo of officers shooting down one of the suspects in the attack he continued every conceivable measure should be engaged in hunting them down hunt them identify them kill them kill them all he's a former police captain he was elected to in the u.s house of 2016 a member of his staff told the district sentinel the facebook page belongs to his campaign but stopped short of confirming whether he posted the screed or even though the post is signed by captain clay higgins so he did mm-hmm. two weeks ago even if he didn't he still posted it yeah i don't care they writing on your behalf so yes this is all you ain't no even if he didn't he did oh yeah two weeks ago the same page posted an election day video message from higgins which featured him wearing a sleeveless swat team vest firing an assault rifle in front of a barn while telling viewers to vote republican and send a strong message to socialists well tell the world that we're american he said in the video we'd rather die on our feet than live on our knees these fucking jackasses man i we, fucking, such fucking weirdos such they're just such fucking weirdos man they are that was your that's a message you want to put on your campaign thing i got a gun shooting at a fucking barn mm-hmm. the, look guys <laughs> meanwhile this nigga probably lives in a regular ass house in a <laughs> in a fucking gated community <laughs> put on a wouldn't be caught dead nowhere near there right put on a swat jacket without sleeves talking about killing people and shit Mm -mm. and then like i said when a white dude goes off and kills some random people on a bus or some shit it's cricket because a muslim we uh because he want to kill some black people just because you ain't gonna hear shit from people like this they not that you know i saw some shit where they were trying to be like um well if they would have had guns then these terrorists and these knife attacks uh they would have they would have been taken they would have been killed right away it's like well actually the terrorists would have then had guns so that's the reason it's only seven people dead in three fucking knife attacks versus because it's harder hundreds. to kill somebody with a knife because apparently you got to get up close on them they're light years ahead of us with this fucking gun policy shit idiot um you wish you were being fucked by me new jersey republican launches obscene rant at local organizer what's going on with these republicans <laughs> what part of y'all platform is this 
this is what y'all about to push the platform i'm I'm, well people federalize uh when you you brought up a good point a while ago because i do feel like trump activated a lot of shit here he told people it's okay to be sexist it's okay to be racist it's okay to be islamophobic it's okay to be homophobic it's okay to be transphobic whatever your uh 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 vice is Mm -hmm it's okay and you will not be punished like like you 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 let people know you will not be punished we have a president in the office that uh uh, had a rape trial going on or was getting ready to have a rape trial going on before the election that shit disappeared we have a president in office that's been accused of grabbing women by the pussy that's been accused of just treating women like shit and he got the 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 highest office of our land like people that, that speaks volumes across the country to the people who are already think it's okay yeah i i mean it's obvious that these motherfuckers have been inflamed right I, it's just they're they're for like they're just such weirdos dog like before you even get to all the fucked up shit about them because they're in positions of power right they are also such huge fucking weirdos man they are weird as fuck you know like for all the shit people give about you know the left and obamas and all that and, and and even bernie sanders and hillary clinton and all these people they're not like this these people are fucking sycophants they are they something is wrong with them it is mentally and yes. they keep getting put in positions of power because something's wrong with our country right. and people think there's nothing that they're like this is good good i like how he cussed that fucking journalist out fuck the media like that kind of shit where it's like what's wrong with our country that you would see this guy and think i should a dude body slammed a journalist and still won you know something's wrong with our country you know it's why i'm not you know no offense but we ain't getting no socialism dog we not Mm -mm. getting it Mm -mm. we don't deserve it and we're not smart enough to to do anything that would shake up the status quo that much come on it's not happening like it, it, your blog can talk about it you fucking all you might feel better about it you it might make you feel more smug to be mean to people online that don't share your vision i just say it ain't gonna happen because our country not we not we're too broken our, our country too fucked up these, these people so like i it wouldn't be so bad if this guy does this loses office we all agree this is terrible it's gonna be on the line right the problem is no there's half of our country that goes this is not beyond the line there's nothing wrong with this matter of fact it's good you know it's why i don't get too excited about this radical political change i'm Mm -hmm. like it's not gonna happen no because the thing is truth be told when you and the way this even the foundation of this country was uh it was violent so if do our do the course of history with this country anything that actually had any movement i'm talking about not i'm talking about like a real change violence came with that and that's something that people don't want to talk about people literally had to fight and die to push things forward civil rights people died slavery people died people died and you know it's it's sad but that's the reality of it and most people aren't willing to give their life up for their beliefs they're just not willing to go that far and i can understand that but like if you really want this change you've got to be willing to put your life on the line 
and that's something that average person isn't going to do so in the long run that's why you keep getting the status quo because people aren't willing to really do what it takes to get the change that's required i think even if you put your life on the line i don't i think a lot of people have completely underestimated how many people legitimately just like are are against all the shit that you think would increase would improve this country they believe the opposite like you can't drag you can't even drag them kicking and screaming Mm -mm. they they literally do believe the opposite you know there think about think about the fact that there is a um there is a movement basically there's a huge constituency in america that thinks the idea of calling somebody a social justice warrior is bad you know all these all these comic book movies make all this money every year what are those heroes if not social justice warriors if they're not fighting for the right thing if they're not we all know you know the jedi are the good guys we all know that every it's not like the movies ever get confused and we walk out and go damn i think the jedis are bad like no we always think captain america is good we always think you know these are the good guys those are the bad guys so simple people walk out that theater though and they are the bad guys and they just don't think of themselves that way and it's kind of scary because there's so many people that sit around and be like oh you you, you social justice warrior so you want social justice and you're willing to fight for it and that makes you a bad person Mm -hmm. you you know the yeah the politically correct politically correct just means people trying to consider other people's point of view and not be an asshole to them right that that's bad everything is like and there's enough people to elect trump there's enough like even if hillary clinton won by three million votes popular vote let's say she became president there's still 50 something million people that voted that was like fuck that shit Mm -hmm. like it like it's not we're not who people think we are and we're not able to become who you think we can become because motherfuckers are actively fighting against it it's not gonna happen that kind of way so yeah anyway this guy gets elected to office um he's accused of harassment after yelling and berating susan anderley paraccio a passaic county regular republican organization employee so she's a republican employee he says you wish you were being fucked by me according to the video filmed by her daughter you don't have to worry about me penetrating you at all you want it fair and square and you should have been satisfied with that but you stood there and you let them corrupt the system of political process uh he said he will not apologize either i gave the same amount of respect to anyone i deserve the same amount of respect back he said i'll defend myself defend the voters the residents of first war and i have for the last three and a half years i will play the video it's fucking 10 minutes long i'm not even gonna play it mm-hmm. but yeah man these motherfuckers are activated dog Mm -hmm. uh all right let's see uh millennials are killing chains like buffalo wild wings and applebee's is that bad yeah they tired of that average food yeah maybe maybe those chains killed themselves by not getting those millennials how can we always frame every article as millennials did something fucked up yeah y'all do know it's more than millennials out there it's a whole it's, they got the x y z a b c the rest of us out here too no i i'm not even saying there's more i'm saying why wouldn't the article be these chains are failing to attract 
the right diners to stay in business they are why is it saying these diners are not doing their civic duty to eat at these shitty chains right they are because a lot of these places like people not crazy the it, a lot of this shit they just throw your shit in the microwave like people are like i want actually good quality food and you know a lot of their people kind of age out you know because it's uh you have a certain demographic of people that go i love Applebee's. a lot of a lot of them and were, then they die at 40 because right. you can't eat Applebee's every day right come on and then you have like that generation that grew up and it was like i don't want this shit ass food i want something else yeah millennial consumers are more attracted than their elders to cooking at home ordering delivery from restaurants and eating quickly and fast casual or quick serving restaurants while blaming millennials has become a trend to the point of cliche and retail smith isn't wrong to zero in on younger customers changing taste as a major factor in casual diners downfall now there may, there's many many options that people are replacing chains with victor fernandez restaurant industry tracker tdn2k's executive director of insights recently told business insider blue apron is one where because more people cook at people home. get stuff i know we get uh hello fresh right now mm-hmm. and it's actually uh on the average depending on where you go especially for fucking applebee's you, you're gonna get better higher quality of food you cook the shit yourself and then some of the restaurants are adapting to it which is why i said i don't know why you can blame millennials uh cheesecake factory announced earlier this year it's expanded delivery to half of its 194 u.s locations through doordash a third-party delivery service yeah go where they are yep yep because everybody got an app now everything you could order from home you can you can order it and have it delivered and uh you know actually amazon is actually the 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 king of like delivering shit straight to your dough so everybody else like hey i want stuff because a lot of people live a lot of people are very busy in their everyday lives and it's more convenient to actually i want to eat good i want to eat fresh i don't have time i can order a salad and have my salad here in less than 15 minutes yep uh tji fridays chilies uh and maggiano's are all now part of grubhub mm-hmm. buffalo wild wings and red robin are testing the service as well outback steakhouse is using both third-party services and building its own delivery service i haven't tried grubhub but i've heard good things about them a lot of my co-workers do it for lunch where they do that and they just they just deliver it to the job yeah it means added complexities obviously to your like you got to now pay drivers mm-hmm. possible and additional insurance costs and shit like that but i mean you have to adapt to the to the industry change you can't just be like these goddamn millennials like okay now yeah. what yeah they, they ain't bringing asses in here but uh you still got these bills dog uh another kind of infuriating thing that i want to talk about um and and i'm more upset about this because i don't see enough people talking about it um in the democratic party leadership positions um in 2017 changes to voting laws are again poised to play a major role in state legislative agendas mm-hmm. um at this point in the, in the year every state's legislature is either in session or has completed its 2017 calendar as has been the case all decade, legislators across the country are trying to reshape state voting laws in several places. This means it will soon be harder to vote. Five states have already enacted bills to cut back on voting access, and one more is on the verge of doing so. By comparison, three states enacted voting restrictions in 2015 and 2016 combined. Overall, however, more bills to expand access to voting were introduced this year than bills that would restrict voting access. Still, of the legislation making the most substantial impact on voting access, more legislation to limit participation in advancing toward, is advancing towards passage. 
so all the we need to get more people voting those bills aren't moving towards being passed the bills that are like we need to keep people from voting we need to restrict who can vote Mm -hmm. those bills are moving towards passing moreover governors in nebraska and nevada have vetoed the bills that would expand across access to the franchise overview of legislation to restrict and vote uh this is from uh uh, it's called uh, Voting Laws Roundup 2017. Overall, at least 99 bills to restrict access to registration and voting have been introduced in 31 states. 30, 35 such bills saw significant legislative action, meaning they have at least been approved at the committee level or below beyond in 17 states. Uh, several states will soon implement major voting restriction. Iowa's governor signed a broad-based law that will require voter ID, restrict voter registration efforts, impose new burdens on election day registration, and early and absentee voting. Although not as restrictive as North Carolina's law passed in 2013 that was blocked by a federal court, a law that was deemed racist, by the way, y'all. Right. Specific language targeting black people. I don't even know what fuck would have happened if they would have just been a little smarter and not put black people in the fucking email like they wouldn't have made it completely like this will stop black people from voting the law probably would still be in place they just were too stupid to leave it out uh iowa's law similarly restricts voting in a number of different ways arkansas uh passed two bills to bring back voter id to the state after a court struck down an earlier law north dakota also enacted legislation to reimpose an identification requirement as a court blocked the strict id law in 2016 indiana enacted a law that will implement a law a purge of registered voters from the rolls the program will remove voters in a manner similar to purges in other states that have been criticized for being error prone and inadequately protective of eligible voters Mm -hmm. yeah keep in mind uh, i know in north carolina it was just one dude basically going going down the, the list and just and picking picking people and you know we just supposed to believe he has no biases right like he just doing this out the goodness of his heart you know he i just wanted to be accurate getting kicked off the road right meanwhile everybody get kicked off his name jackson uh jefferson Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of a lot of uh washington's getting kicked off i don't don't know just you know just coincidence uh montana uh wait which one i say where we're at north dakota uh oh yeah all right montana's house and senate passed a bill that will prevent civic groups and individuals from helping others vote absentee by collecting and delivering their voted ballots the bill now goes to voters as a november 2018 ballot measure georgia's legislature sent uh, a bill that will make voter registration more difficult to the governor and he signed it on may 9th uh voter id bills are still the most common form of voter restriction moving in state legislatures since 2010 10 states have passed more burdensome voting id requirements as in previous years voter id is the most common type of legislation restrict uh, voting access this year over 39 bills imposed harsher voting uh requirements voter id requirements were included introduced in 22 states as noted above three states have already enacted those laws yeah not to mention um the second thing they're doing restricting your voter registration trying to make it so you have to register earlier Mm -hmm. trying to make it so if you do go through the same day registration you got to bring more information to the polls Mm -hmm. keep in mind a huge hurdle for this in a in a society where we blame people for not voting a huge a big part of this is the psychological warfare of you showing up and not knowing 
right that's what they want they want you to show up and think it's going to be difficult and scare your ass out of going to the poll now listen i agree with you guys we gotta be tough mentally you gotta go up there and you gotta just fucking not give up i get it i see what you're saying i see what you're saying i'm not i'm not averse to the fact that you gotta toughen up and when all this shit the problem with that is voting in this country is very much a privilege Mm -hmm. and that by that i mean especially when we're talking about voter restrictions like voter id restrictions Mm -hmm. all the shit having an id right being able to afford an id right mm-hmm. um number two working a lot of the the third thing that this, these states are doing they restrict the voting hours right this is a huge burden to black and brown folks one many of us don't have jobs with consistent 40 hours a week monday through friday right. anyway where we can where we can reliably ask for time off and afford it if you want if you work 32 hours a week at mcdonald's and you say and you have a second job more than likely but you say i would like some time off to go vote that money just comes out of you don't have vacation time you don't get you just don't make that money that week i can't afford it i literally can't afford to go stand in line for four hours and vote or or take four hours off of my job and vote cash the bus across town go vote i can't afford that and it's not a national holiday like it is in a lot of other countries a lot of other countries is a national holiday right uh so so that's a huge like it's a privilege and 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 other uh other ways that it's a privilege too is um like i said your voter id your sunday voting like they used to have sunday voting here in north carolina it's one of the first things that they fought against Mm -hmm. why because black churches would take the people register their register their constituents that they're in their church and then bring them all up there on a bus and they all vote together at the church on a sunday mm-hmm. it's a tradition in our country uh in, in in the south at least with a lot of black churches and black people those people typically vote democrats so what do they do they stop sunday voting in north carolina um another thing black and brown people do they early vote so Mm -hmm. look i want to vote i understand it's going to be difficult i can't go voting on that on that tuesday but what i can do is if i have a month in advance to know i'll find the time when i do have that day off work i will go up there and i will place my vote well now we're just going to cut it down to like eh, instead of a month before you can only vote you can only do it for two weeks instead of two weeks let's do it one week no sundays by the way and also let's change the polling hours we used to it used to be like oh seven in the morning till i don't know seven at night or whatever mm-hmm. not then they changed it now to where it's like okay nine in the morning till five at night or some shit just just enough to keep uh to keep enough people out and like i said in our state we know for a fact it was targeted black people because they weren't even fucking smart enough to disguise it these other states y'all think it ain't the same thing now the reason i said this is infuriating is because i don't see many democrats talking about this at all it's fucking crickets this is literally the reason they lost the election Mm -hmm. they didn't lose the election because white people decided to be racist again Mm -hmm. they didn't lose this election because trump was such a transformative figure they lost this election literally by seventy-seven thousand votes in three different states you telling me the voter restrictions weren't didn't affect 77,000 voters in three states you don't think that you think that even if those people just went i'm not gonna go up there because it sounds confusing i'm not gonna go up there because i heard i gotta have a voter id and i gotta have this and i gotta have that it's too much i don't know i don't want to drive all the way over there and nothing i'm not voting because my polls are closed on sunday and i can't that's the only day i get off work 
you know i'm not voting because i can't be i i can only do it before work i gotta be there at seven and back at end of work at eight and uh that the polls don't open till nine with early voting i can't do it because uh that tuesday when it's time to vote um it might take longer to vote and i can't be uh off work for four hours before coming into wendy's i can't do it you know it's that kind of shit and i don't see anyone in leadership positions in the dnc that really is stressing this that really is fighting this that really sees this as the number one issue they see courting white voters angry white voters from trump as the number one issue they're humanizing them they're going on speaking tours like bernie sanders is doing uh like fucking van jones is doing i know he's not a leader in the dnc but still like that capitulation towards you're not a bad person because you voted for trump as if those people are coming back sorry democrats you can't out racist republicans and keep the black vote it's impossible no one wants to vote with those people what you could do is look at this this loss this 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 short this this seventy seven thousand votes and go what do we do to make sure that doesn't happen again and what you need to be doing is fighting against voter uh suppression it's the number one issue everybody i respect and trust within politics is talking about this yes they are now that's mostly because i respect and trust black women that haven't been in this party and they recognize the issue right away you know it's sad to watch people find every it's russia it's this it's that it's hillary clinton's fault it's bernie sanders fault it's no it's voter suppression and republicans are in formation on this shit mm-hmm. the fact i am what i am reading you is an organized attack on the right to vote what i'm reading is this is not this is not a coincidence that they that they are passing this this many laws that they're these states are looking to restrict more and more votes because they see what happened with the election and they're like we need to make sure we can duplicate that here mm-hmm. what do we need to do to be like these states that made sure that they didn't get enough people even if we're just causing confusion and it's all struck down in the court of law yeah after we won right we won possession is nine tenths of the law and now we get to make the rules with gerrymandering and voter restriction and all this shit so i can't believe that this isn't the number one topic at every fucking democratic like discussion like because they don't care and it's disheartening particularly to their voter base which is black women it's very very disheartening because you do not care and then you have black women that kind of in the party itself just kind of talking about it and they're out there doing the hard work and going door to door and get trying to get people registered to vote and they're out there grinding and i'm not trying to be funny directly or indirectly the democratic party is telling black women fuck y'all and they will say oh y'all was information for hillary clinton and y'all lost you know basically it's and i think the the thing too that really upsets me about the voter suppression is that even a lot of black people, even a lot of black Democrats don't understand what it has done and don't understand what has really happened from the passing of these laws. So you got them going, well, black people didn't vote. It's, it's, it's not that cut and dry. It's, it's a little bit more complex than that, you know, and, and it's very, very um, frustrating to, to look and see the 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 party that for most black people but I'm, I'm talking about particularly black women you have voted for majority all your life you know since you've been able to vote for most black people you know for particular black women you voted for this party and for them to 
uh, basically slap you in the face and go your vote's not important your voice is not important you you know you don't put us in leadership positions you don't put us in in any position where uh being heard you know you don't where, where are the um the town halls about voter suppressions all across this country where are the the the, the meetings with black women all across this country why, why aren't you meeting with uh civil right activists why don't you why aren't you meeting with with um um black Lives movement and black Lives matter activists why aren't you meeting with these groups to really see what's happening in the pulse of the community it's because you don't care and it's because i'm trying to tell you in the next election it's gonna be a flip and they're not gonna give a fuck about anything black people have to say because as far as they're concerned y'all got y'all one black shot that was barack barack obama after barack obama is gonna be fuck the black vote we don't have to court it we don't have to worry about it we're going to get the vote regardless of what's going to happen is that you're going to have a lot of people they're not going to vote at all what do you mean black people are just not going to vote at yeah, all yeah because you know because we want to be courted too like right. like like we want you to tell us that you're concerned about black people getting shot in the street and you're concerned about um the violence in our community and you're also concerned about police brutality you're concerned about these things you know stand up and say black lives matter all that in the next election not trying funny you're not gonna hear about none of that shit next election nothing black is even gonna be a fucking question i'm telling y'all we mark my word yeah because we that's what i was saying about the whole trump thing all this we about to have this radical left agenda and everybody's gonna get information and fight against it the women's marches died down dog the airport is not blocked up no more the protests when you hear about the muslim ban and shit we've now got accustomed to the idea that there's a, a ban coming on several countries that makes no fucking sense um it's already a wrap for that shit and um yeah we're not gonna hear black lives matter next like people thought oh obama and hillary they not militant enough the next politician that runs will be a lot less so because they won't need to be um now what is interesting to me is i don't think it'll be about black folks just not wanting to vote and i think that's a, a dangerous thing to say because um they're suppressing our vote yes so i don't want to just say well we just won't vote we won't want to vote i don't i don't even want to say that we i'm saying we won't be able to vote True. so how can you even separate the two because that's what happens yeah they keep saying that we just didn't want to vote in 2016 already they're already saying that it's not the truth a lot of people wanted to vote but we're not allowed to do so True. or we're so fucking scared that i'm just gonna go up there and waste my time or it was so inconvenient right that, that it was literally like financially impossible and yet somehow we got left holding the bag i still see pieces every day written about black people don't they came out for obama but not hillary they came out but we weren't suppressed our votes are literally being suppressed and y'all talking about we don't want to vote that's not the truth we won't know whether white people want to vote or not until you take this shit off of the motherfucking books correct so i can't even i can't even say that with any assurity that like well they not courting us i think black people will the reason i think black people would go vote if they if we don't have voter restriction isn't because i think democrats are so fucking great we've never thought they were great mm -mm. it'll be because living under these fucking republicans is is a death sentence yes it is that's why we go vote it's always been why we vote 
we got a little too comfortable and a little too happy with certain shit like and by we i'm not even just talking about black people i just mean people on the left got a little too comfortable a little too happy with the competence of obama and they start demanding shit that they were taking it for granted you know they just knew they like shit that they just thought oh it's, this is a given and now those people are quiet as fuck because it's, it wasn't a given we're back to zero with a lot of this shit but the point being in four to eight years those people should know better but will they be able to vote you know will and for those people that just know better and they're white and shit their numbers aren't going to be enough black people have to republicans figured out what democrats haven't which is that black people specifically black women are the base of the democratic party Mm -hmm. they're not represented enough in the in the the leadership positions Mm -mm. and more importantly you clearly don't give a fuck if you're not trying to stop voter suppression you don't give a fuck you know it shouldn't be up to the aclu to do this by themselves we shouldn't be giving money to bernie sanders who made a million dollars last year by the way that's just saying yeah that one percent dog that one percent dog like i said what million dollars can i get some consistency can i get the uh the obamas um make too much money with these speeches can i get y'all to show up where where y'all at million dollars dog yeah and like i said bernie sanders is a is a whole nother thing because and see that's what pisses i guess particularly me off it's like this nigga ain't in a goddamn democrat and every time something comes up you the fucking microphone in his face and ask him about the goddamn democratic party because the voices ain't us the voices don't look like me the voices are men and male a lot of times white and then when you do bring some brothers on there a lot of times they ain't saying nothing no different than the white people are saying so it's like well hey dog what about us we matter too Mm-hmm. that matters that matters when you look on tv and and and, and you're looking about looking at uh, nationally who they throwing microphones in their faces particularly bernie sanders like i said he just um, oh he just makes me so sick because i'm like nigga you went to that eye right as quick and you're gonna stay that eye yeah all i know is that nigga made a million dollars y'all mad at the obamas for making some money i need y'all to stay consistent right i'm gonna need y'all to stay consistent dog that 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 one percent of shit i want to hear it i want to hear it i want to hear how he can't represent you no more because he made too much money because y'all damn sure pulled that with everybody else i wants to hear it but you know what crickets i won't hear it he got seven hundred ninety five thousand dollar advance for his book detailing his presidential campaign our revolution the future to believe in Mm-hmm. a second version of the book in a 1997 memoir brought his income from books to eight hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. he earned 174,000 as a public servant he also made seven thousand from his pension uh for his time as a mayor royalties from a 1987 folk album uh so hmm, interesting hmm. but you know he got that million I, i'm sure the capes will come out for him i'm not even saying for the record i don't have a problem with him making a million dollars i don't i just want motherfuckers to be consistent when this dude's talking about how much money everybody else making in their pockets and shitting on them and all his all his defenders are always constantly shitting on everybody else for having money and saying that basically having money makes them bad and evil why is he the good one then because he he know how to sell the tune a little different interesting anyway i'm not I'm not gonna dwell on that um let's move on to some other things uh told y'all it's gonna be one of them shows didn't i oh yeah the whole show is 100 yeah um speaking of which we might as well go to uh 
might as well go to uh should we do fucking with black? i don't really no 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 since we started it's been fucking with us nope not doing that segment today okay well, we want to do fucking with black people guys everybody got a hundred everybody gets a hundred let me move to the next session right now so that we don't have to get cut off later give me one second guys i'll be right back no problem come on fuck with black people i'm already on a hundred no thank you i hear you buddy that's all right keep on walking mary mary said it mary mary said it mary mary said it you gotta walk you gotta walk you gotta walk karen <laughs> sometimes you just gotta walk sometimes you just gotta walk all right i'm calling everybody to the session we just want to keep y'all informed mm-hmm. that's what we do all right going live and i'm adding you back um nigga that's 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 the thing about real life real life will make you mad <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was some pretty bad fucking with black people today too uh there were some good ones quote unquote you know good in a bad way we'll have to get to them tomorrow okay that's no problem no problem we can always uh move over to white people news which you know i know people have been loving as of late a lot of people's favorite session segment uh what do i say segment uh yeah a lot of people's favorite segment uh they'll tell you <laughs> oh wait it doesn't want me to share my screen give me a second i gotta install see uh people in the chat room are already begging for it please <laughs> you know what i will i will do that for you fine wine that's not a problem oh, sorry i had to refresh <laughs> my screen. acoustic covers is just an extension of fucking with black people anyway says hc <laughs> see that's his favorite segment and now we got to extend hc's favorite segment and you know what i'm sure he's happy about that you're welcome buddy <laughs> i got you a lot of you guys you know i get hit up all the time on twitter that people are like rod i can't believe you did it again i'm like you welcome you know <laughs> you know oh rod you are you are i i can't believe you would do this and you know what i will continue to do this for y'all you know and they, out of they respect. ask you too how do you find so many white people right. playing the acoustic guitars i don't know how you do it either, y'all yeah they be so excited oh no not again i'm like yes y'all welcome again so let's, let's get this week's selection going is it showing my screen it is okay cool uh we'll let this load if we don't get an ad first and no i'm not paying for your red service Run it. 
Keeping your steel Things I would do to you, you body. every single portion, juice is flowing down your slide. Just want it, let's do it, ride it, my pony, my saddle, waiting, come on, jump on it. You're let's do it. Ride it, my pony. Left saddles, waiting. Come and jump on it. If you're gonna get nasty, baby. First we'll show and tell. the string you'll be on my jockey team go ahead now <laughs> let's do it run it my pony struggled at the I, uh, I wasn't expecting the breakdown of the beat of the beating kind of struggled with the high notes at the end but well, i appreciate them i know one thing you can have our audience out here burning acoustic guitars uh ukuleles and uh what you call them kazoos good y'all should be mad okay these motherfuckers made a million dollars last year and still got to run as the poor candidate i'm saying ah! y'all let that happen not me a lot of y'all black people wasn't mad about bill clinton being the first black president oh lord <laughs> but you mad at these covers Mm-hmm. can't believe it well my vote is against acoustic guitars Mm-hmm. stop that foolishness i didn't know it was so many damn videos Mm-hmm. probably endless supply of whiteness endless gotta be all right white people news exclusive judge denies jim carrey's motion to remove claims that he transmitted stds in a wrongful death battle with his late girlfriend's mom saying the actor's privacy concerns are not a top priority oh now if y'all guys remember his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend i believe according to him she committed suicide uh she died or died by suicide Mm -hmm. in uh 2015 her brother has been basically suing jim carrey and accusing him of wrongful death um despite you know uh uh, actually it's not even brother estranged husband that's right it was so it's not even her brother it's her estranged husband uh and they're they're suing him saying that it was his fault kind of she died 
uh they claim the actor provided drugs to her daughter and shamed her when she confronted him about her stds white's estranged husband mark burton also filed a wrongful death suit against the actor and also claimed carrie provided drugs to white carrie denies he gave dr- white the drugs and claims burton and sweetman were not close to white and are trying to capitalize on the tragedy yeah it th- this seems horrible all of it um like one directly blaming somebody for someone else's suicide i don't know how you're gonna win that in the court of law right two whether he gave her stds or not that also seems like how what like she's dead now what would this gain right you know and then the fact that it's basically a civil suit so y'all looking for for money mm-hmm. um i don't i don't know it's it just seems so fucked up um I, and then like the fact that her estranged husband trying to get the money right it's like nigga what you got to do with this mm-hmm. it said uh she accused carrie of having of giving her multiple stds during the relationship and when she confronted him he called her a whore they dated on and off for three years under california law willfully exposing someone to an std can constitute a cause of legal action of for intentional infliction of emotional distress a factor which can be relevant and determining the cause of suicide burton claimed in an earlier complaint his estranged wife was tested for stds prior to relationship with carrie text messages alleged she took a test one week after she began sleeping with the actor and learned she contracted herpes one and herpes two and gonorrhea and papers filed may 31st the judge made a decision of several important issues in the case including the std accusations so this mean that jim carrey gotta get tested if he got this shit like is that enough to win or lose the case i don't know what the rules are right and then you basically dragging all her sexual history up the woman is dead sweetman and burton both sued demanded general damages funeral and burial expenses and punitive damages the judge said the trial date april 26 2018 sweetman also alleged carrie provided her daughter with medication which would violate the drug dealer liability act carrie has repeatedly denied providing white with drugs claiming she stole the fatal dose of ambient percocet and propanol uh from him um carrie filed a motion to strike the majority of the factual allegations in the complaints we he argued alleged the uh alleged transmission of scds to white had no relevance in the case contained the private medical information and statements were simply scandalous and abusive uh carrie also wanted the allegations concerning him backing out of paying for the funeral expenses removed from the complaint the judge reviewed the evidence and testimony and sided with the plaintiffs she states the allegations concerning his offer to pay for the funeral expenses are relevant and may provide contextual information to the nature of the relationship carrie had with white before her suicide in regards to the std allegations the order states that they are wholly relevant and inextric- inextricably a key factual basis for causes of action in the lawsuit and denied carrie's motion to strike them um she knows carrie is a celebrity and there are privacy concerns however those privacy concerns do not override the override the right of the plaintiffs to include those allegations in the complaint she has a given the nature of the allegations the court is hard pressed to see how this matter could be tried otherwise i mean it's not like somebody just wanted to go forward with the case yeah i mean the judge is probably i mean it's not it's it's basically just saying you can bring these up in the case but it's still i don't know that just seems real the whole thing seems fucked up right I don't know and the biggest thing is that she's not alive Mm-hmm. still going strong zane malik leaves Gigi hadid's apartment as she's seen heading to dinner that's right y'all they still together 
they may have been apart but they much together on monday morning zane malik was photographed leaving girlfriend Gigi hadia's he, apartment he a boy singer boy band singer boy singer right one direction the 24 year old yeah. former one direction singer had, was his usual fashionable self sporting an orange skull cap and a large green jacket and a navy v-neck t-shirt with ripped paint splattered jeans and bo- black boots you know he bought them paint splattered jeans right of course it's funny man fashion is so weird because like motherfuckers will pay all that money for some paint splattered jeans but then like it's people that literally go to work and they jeans got paint on them because they work so hard with painting and shit mm-hmm. and we look down on them and say get out of our country like that's so weird right. rich people just like adopting the the fashions of the people that's not um i mean not as his fault or nothing it's just interesting mm-hmm. how society works that way where like yeah, same thing with torn jeans and ripped jeans yeah it's like classism as a fashion choice is you know considered to be uh in sometimes but being actually poor in this country is considered to be you know super whack uh like get this poor person away from me but i do like his jeans uh the the is that gonna be in the 2019 fall lineup the night before his girlfriend of nearly two years was seen solo while heading to dinner at Tao in new york city the 22 year old model was dressed down for the outing choosing a blue and white pinstripe button front top and ripped white jeans another ripped jeans comfy flats adorned her feet as she made her way through the city wearing blue andy wolf sunglasses even though it appeared to be nighttime you know never too late to be cool her mother Yolanda Hadid was also seen leaving her daughter's pad on Monday morning. The matriarch, whose other daughter Bella is a highly successful model, wore a blue puffer jacket with turtleneck and blue jeans. She wore a pair of tall black boots with a small heel while making her way to her happy place. Is she feeding a fucking what is this? The uh, ox? I'm- she feeding babe the blue ox up in his feet where does that picture have anything to do with anything i what? don't know that's a big ass animal oh yeah later that day she posted herself feeding the three bulls on her farm the large horned animals flanked the former model a real housewives of beverly hill star as she delivered their feed oh her mama is a real housewives okay she catching the video early morning feeding hashtag farm life hashtag happy place hashtag east coast beauty but they just follow ass around damn that's a big ass bull dog oh that thing huge Ooh, shit dog no thank you mm. if it decided it wanted to go bull you in trouble dog zane's been spotted at the recording studio within the past few weeks working on a follow-up to successful solo debut de- debut mind of mine gg is currently one of fashion's most in-demand models and is frequently shooting ad campaigns or walking on the runway in new york and other fashion capitals they started dating late in 2015 after she broke up with joe jonas oh she just be pulling them okay she just peak peak white woman at, mm-hmm. at the peak of her game um let's see uh beauty in royal butte i mean royal blue downtown at i mean downtown abbey's joan Frogat reveals a hint of cleavage in strappy floral frock as she attends charity polo event with prince henry oh shit now not that uh hint of cleavage though the, the, the hint that's the ladies uh you know that's that that's that's the ladies thirst trap i'm trying to tell you did she did, did did she show a hint of ankle too i mean it's like a hint of you're like what's in this nutmeg it's a hint of nutmeg <laughs> right. she got a hint of this titties flash 
here's a hint of titties y'all the hint is i have some titties right she's the english actress known for her role as head housemaid anna smith in the beloved drama downton downton abbey uh and joan british show right Mm -hmm. and joanne frogger 36 was in good company as she attended a charity dinner at centibal royal salute polo cup in singapore with prince harry on monday the golden globe winner was a picture of elegance and she revealed a hint of cleavage in her strappy blue and black frock oh there she is with that hand of cleavage she holding a blue bottle what's that bottle uh her look was accessorized with a pair of elegant rings while she opted to leave her flaxen mane to hang loosely by her shoulders clutching a bottle of royal salute polo edition joan is that a cologne joan being from her seat <laughs> in addition in addition i mean in an audience as harry gave an address to the crowd are they dating or something harry who had completed the two-day equestrian event over the weekend looked relaxed in gray suit and blue business shirt wait is harry the one dating Meghan markle or am i making that up i don't know y'all tell me in the chat i can't keep up with these I niggas don't i don't know it's two princes one young one old one married joanne has been making the headlines of the announcement of her new starring role in the itv drama liars created and written by bafta nominated uh producers and screenwriters harry and jack williams liar tells the story of a night that changes the lives of laura newell joanne and andrew ellis played by Iowan Gruford, Grufford? Okay, forever. Laura is smart and dedicated teacher, not long out of a relationship and unsure about getting back on the dating scene. Andrew is a renowned surgeon whose son is a pupil at Laura's school. Okay, they, now they're just giving us the breakdown of what the show's gonna be about. Alright, cool. Anyway, they went out and she showed some titties a little bit. Just um, a little bit, y'all. Just a little bit, guys. Uh, Full House actress Jody Sweeten hires 24-7 security after receive after her recovering drug addict ex-fiance jailed for making threats and illegal gun possession gets early release from prison i don't blame you all right uh tyrese says you gotta pick better men uh just kidding he never advises white women uh actress jody sweeten has hired a round-the-clock security detail discovering her ex-fiance has been released early from prison sweeten 35 fears her ex justin hodak spotted in los angeles on saturday might try to approach her now that he's a free man after serving three months for making threats and illegal gun possession hodak 40 was slapped with a six-year eight-month suspended sentence for the gun rap and falsifying evidence by threatening a witness with force or implied force he was originally busted violating the restricted order keeping him away from the fuller house star ex uh ex on may 5th the judge in the case ordered him to serve 120 days in la county jail complete a 52 year a 52 week domestic violence course and stay away from sweden for five years part of a plea deal uh but uh hodak uh who has been credited with time already served in jail was released earlier than expected on may 22nd seeing uh seeing here in our exclusive photos hodak was seen running errands in the studio city and appeared much slimmer after living for months under a tough prison regime uh it's believed this writer and producer is unemployed and staying in east la while he gets his life back on track uh kodak who was barred from going anywhere near sweeten's home in sherman oaks california has been forced to wear an electronic tag which monitors his every move 
a source close to the star said jody found out that justin was out and as you can imagine she's terrified she's scared that he might act out and do something crazy to harm her it's understood warner brothers the studio which produces hit show fuller house is paying for a 24 hour seven days a week private security detail for sweden the armed guards watch her home around the clock and follow her every move she's got a huge security guard with her at all times so feel she feels a lot safer as a result but a friend of hodak assisted sweden uh has nothing to fear shit i don't know that yeah a friend of his by the way right justin's been doing a lot of soul searching in jail he has a few months in the cell to think about the mistakes he's made he doesn't intend on messing up again and doing something stupid he just wants to get on with his life and do that he knows he has to stay away from jody there's no reason for her to be concerned justin isn't a bad guy he never harmed or threatened her to to harm her during their relationship and what do you go to jail for and my thing is you don't know this What's more, the friend said Hodak was fitted with an electronic ankle bracelet, meaning he is every move is monitored by police and his movements are logged using GPS. Sweden split that don't from Hodak. Nothing. Right. Uh, Sweden split from Hodak in March following a massive argument during which he knocked over a seven foot shelving unit in the first, in a fit of rage. Uh, he was then uh, arrested three times within a nine day period. He was busted in March 18 when Sweden called police because he allegedly threatened to commit suicide. During the police investigation, Hodak was found to be in possession of a firearm, which he wasn't allowed to have due to a prior felony. Also, she was dating a damn thug. The recovering drug addict was arrested on March 24th for allegedly violating an emergency protective order stemming from the first arrest, and then arrested three days later for allegedly violating a restraining order that Sweden took out against him. Less than two weeks prior to the arrest in March 11th, he accompanied Sweden and her two daughters on the red carpet at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. The Dancing uh, with the Stars alum announced her engagement to Hodak uh, with a picture of a huge proposal ring on Instagram. Her engagement? Did I mean his? Daily Mail. Y'all need some editors. So look like so it looks like the cat's out of the bag. Ha ha! I'm so happy he did a great job with the ring. Good taste at Justin Hodak. I love you. She wrote. Damn. Then two weeks later, she's like, "This nigga crazy. Come get him, police." Uh, they're both recovering drug addicts and the couple dated for two years before announcing the news. The former child star married her first husband, LA police officer Sean Holguin, in 2002, but they divorced in 2006. She has a daughter, Zoe Core, with ex-husband Cody Herpin, who she divorced in 2010 after nearly three years of marriage. Sweden also shares a daughter with Beatrix, daughter Beatrix with ex Morty Cole, who she filed for separation in June 2013. It's amazing how, like, no offense, but, as a white woman she can basically have had three or four failed marriages uh family with two and three different fathers uh recovering drug addict dating this felon dude and we're still seeing her as just like she's an actress trying to make it if this was like a black woman like even people look down on ciara Mm -hmm. like like you know what i mean like people talk shit about her and drag her name yeah through everything right and the same thing with um her and uh i would even throw in there kim kardashian because right. one of the things like once people find out you're sexually active or you got more than one partner and it's public people lose their fucking minds i don't care who you fuck well that's also because kim k and them be cuckold in america fucking them niggas though that's, that's different. true that's different uh <laughs> like they be trying to let shane kim but it's it, it's really about the black dick guys and i ain't saying i don't know enough about they I don't, I don't watch that show and i don't know enough about them or give a fuck to know how fucked up they probably are but i'm just saying the obsession with the kardashians is about the fact that it's some non-black women 
that only fuck niggas and america is just fat look up any porn site and it's a whole goddamn section about that uh yeah, that's more racist than, american more you ever will need racist and american obsession um and they capitalizing off of it because y'all just can't look away right you want you want to ban them and kick them out but you want to fuck them at the same time right you know because to get them kind of ratings white people gotta be watching yes sir i mean white people want to watch a bunch of white rich white women that they think don't need to be fucking with niggas fuck niggas that's that's all that once you realize that it's like what the fuck is the point of watching that shit anyway uh would you ditch your best friend's wedding for a gig bride is devastated after a lifelong pal chooses an adele costume over her big day even though it's been in her diary for three years the dress the flowers and food are all nice trimmings but what really matters at a wedding is having your closest loved ones around you but one bride to be has been left devastated after her best friend of 30 years and now she was shunning her wedding in favor of going to see adele in concert the devastated woman took the mum's net to explain her predicament revealing she was upset because she set the wedding date three years earlier when she got engaged to add injury uh insult to injury the friend has been given the concert tickets for free longer long after the wedding date was announced and had not offered to look into swapping them for an alternative date she said she was elected to bring it up with her as their very close friends and she wants to respect her choice but other users were outraged on her behalf so i guess it's on what reddit or something yeah uh users rushed to assure her that she had every right to be upset but many questioned if there was more to the issue than meets the eye some asked if she if perhaps she had miscalculated the strength of their friendship but the bride explained that they're as close as sisters another wanted to know if she might have a problem with the woman's partner and didn't approve of the match however some people were firmly on the side of friends saying they would rather see their favorite artist than attend yet another nuptials yeah i won't lie i fucking hate weddings yeah i'd, I'd have been like i, I ain't gonna lie I, I, like i, I went not, to my brother's wedding because that's my brother right because that's because that's your brother and we end up going to Derek and their wedding because Derek pleaded yeah but if it wasn't I, am, for that, I am not it don't mean we not friends right. any of that. like i know we'll other be people more than happy to go to your registry i know other people uh really put a lot of stock in that, that shit don't float my boat but i find that shit to be completely weird um mm-hmm. so i am good because i'm trying to tell you right now i don't care if you had that shit 10 months 10 years in advance i get some free tickets to beyonce you on your own yeah and adele is pretty much white women's beyonce come on i mean come on just like bernie is white man's beyonce um <laughs> you know they got the burn hive the burn unit i don't know what they Come call on. them uh what else you know what let's play a little guest race, guys all right let me stop sharing my screen uh we'll play some guest race it, we started late tonight so it's already 11 o'clock mm-hmm. um here we go now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read the news play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today to guess the race and it's karen in the chat room and they are highly racist yes, is what i would are. call them mm very proud racist <laughs> uh how to kill a career a tv reporter is fired after she was caught on video calling cop calling a cop 
a fucking piece of shit in a vicious tirade when she was kicked out of a comedy club oh shit a uh, television reporter has been fired after she was caught in a video unleashing a vicious exp- expletive laden tirade against a philadelphia police officer colleen campbell 28 was filmed calling the cop a fucking piece of shit trying to spit on another man after she was kicked out of philadelphia's helium comedy club on sunday night campbell who bragged in the video that she works at a fucking news station was fired from her job at phl 17 soon after the footage emerged yeah not not anymore <laughs> i work at a fucking police station uh no you don't you guys are Twenty-eight-year-old who worked mostly in news production was occasionally went on air as a reporter. She was asked to leave the club after multiple warnings for disrupting the show, featuring comedian Craig Robinson. With her loud whispering, she allegedly then got loud into, whispering. You know that drunk whisper? Yeah, he's. I need to piss. You're like, oh, you're not whispering. Yeah. You're drunk. It's like shh. You think you're whispering, but no, no, you're actually talking normal volume. She then got into a fight with the bar staff on the way out. Duh! What you just played? The video of her outside the club. This is outside the club, which is gone oh, viral. Shit. Was shared on Facebook. You guys are fucking dictators. You're fucking cocksuckers. She was filmed telling the police outside. Uh, I I did not do shit. I stood there and laughed like the rest of the audience, like I should. I did not disrupt anyone. The officer who remained incredibly calm told Campbell and another man that she uh was to walk she was with to walk away and that's when she started talking about nobody likes the police and spit and shit. Um so she now deleted all her social media accounts but wrote on Facebook after the video emerged that she had only had one drink and flagged mm-hmm. and flagged the possibility that she might have been drugged. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. She later told Philly Mad she had two drinks at the club and several others earlier in the night. So she was lying. Of course. The way she was responding, honey, you had several of them uh, Moscow mules. <laughs> I 
i feel awful that's not me or how i speak or how i talk or how i was raised i had to delete all my social media because i'm getting threats everything was foggy i do remember coming into helium i do remember getting into altercation there but i don't remember what it was about i don't know what to think i know my limits but i'm a bartender i didn't feel wasted walking in i want to apologize to the officer i don't remember the whole altercation at all i remember feeling attacked i would never talk like that it was like watching a whole different me okay karen guess the race white karen is going with white shocker what are you guys going with the chat ass and then pop ups out of head and shoot on the spot like white privilege fail her this time baby fired and not fired upon in the hell of bullets white white reese witherspoon do you know who i am white her ex job can report on her economic anxiety filmed calling a cop a piece of shit not catching some bullets peak whiteness she's alive white murphy brown white sounds entitled so white phoebe from friends white drunk white woman are the worst the correct answer is of course white And nobody guessed anything else because i mean come on white women at a comedy club are a menace uh that picture come up yet mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah, she did that shit yep yep uh she was she was lit man she was she was talking that shit spitting yeah, on people and shit drunk about them four coronas mm-hmm. that's that's her that night uh yes the officer was black right uh <laughs> mm, coincidence oh <laughs> uh, okay uh let's see what else we got here at war with 7-eleven star a 612 that's right uh this man um named abu musa opened a convenience store on east broadway he called the call the store 612 yes those are the store's hours but that's not the only reason he named it 612 oh from 6 a.m to 12 a.m right now okay. keep in mind 7-eleven is named that because they're open from 7 a.m to 11 p.m that's the original reason they were named that <laughs> his store is open up two more hours 6 to 12 uh he said he did it because he hates 7-eleven no <laughs> it's like fuck it i'm gonna open up an hour before and close an hour later because fuck you 7-eleven Woo, that's petty right just one hour too Mm-mm-mm. he might as well call it a 6 30 to 12 30 then that's the pettiest shit i ever heard he's at war with the 7-eleven franchise in particular across the street <laughs> he knows that store very well because he used to own it and now he wants to destroy it my goal is to get them to close he said it's a twisted saga that involves personality clashes corporate oversight and expensive legal proceedings oh shit and it first got nasty when musa took a very particular opinion on the 7-eleven product line he thinks 7-eleven hot dog uh, hot foods are kind of gross the hot dogs and taquitos were bad enough he says they sit on the rollers and no one would buy them and every day i would throw out 200 300 dollars worth of food that i paid for right but then he says the field consultant for the regional region forced him to become the first store in the area to start offering pizza and chicken wings not only that musa said he was told he had to pay for an employee to work the hot foods counter all the time he resisted his clashes with the field consultant intensified musa says he was told he had no choice and had to take the pizza and chicken wings the decline in the relationship with 7-eleven was devastating for musa 
uh who is a native of bangladesh and it had it had been his life's dream on his own business well he opened a 7-eleven franchise in the corner of k street in 2005 in a building he shared with jones department store a south boston icon was that was known as jonesy's he said everything went incredibly well but after about six years the new field consultant came in everything disintegrated 7-eleven didn't treat me as a partner anymore they treated me as a slave he said at the chicken and pizza food fight <laughs> That's from high class. They they made me sell pizza and wings just like they eat the slaves. Ah! After the chicken and pizza food food fight, things continue to get worse. It says he get written up for the slightest infractions. The issue was I didn't like him. He didn't like me. Things came to a head in 2014 when 7-Eleven accused him of shady practices at his register, felony ring and purchases, voiding others, and immediately revoked his franchise. Musa refused to leave the store, filed a countersuit, and the matter went to court. He spent tens of thousands of dollars on legal fees before he says he was advised by a judge that he would never be able to outlaw your 7-Eleven. So he accepted a settlement, which he would not disclose. 7-Eleven's corporate office did not respond to any inquiry from the Globe about the dispute with Musa, but court records show the case was settled by agreement of both parties October 2014. So he walked away from the store reluctantly. Uh, he spent the next year doing nothing except getting depressed. Finally decided that wasn't working, so he decided to get even uh brian donovan who had been one of moose's regular customers at the 7-eleven can remember the exact moment he first saw moose's new store he had just walked out of an optician's shop and was walking up east broadway getting used to his new glasses then i saw moose out front of the new store and i was like that's the guy from 7-eleven this store is called 612 and my prescription must be wrong right when i learned the story behind it that he got cut from 7-eleven roster started his own team i thought it was the greatest thing i ever heard a gang fight over ho-hos and lukewarm coffee <laughs> musa said about half of his new customers are his old customers from 7-eleven people like dave duffy who had who was in the 612 recently getting a 7-eleven south fountain soda <laughs> i came here because of him he greets everyone with a smile and this feels like an american success story corporate pushed him out so he went right across the street and opened his own shop what's not the love <laughs> business has been growing slowly musa says he is somewhat in a hidden spot behind a large tree on the site of the former flood square hardware store and it's just a few doors down from the convenience store called the hub a long time staple of the neighborhood that is one of the top sellers of lottery tickets in the state but he's trying strategies to attract particular corners of the local market carries a variety of snack foods from ireland things like tato's tips and uh frozen bread from pat the baker he also sells mbta passes and is the only ups ups access point on the eastern side of the neighborhood allowing young professionals who have moved to the area to have packages delivered to the store mm. avoiding missing of avoiding missing missed drivers and stolen boxes but his focus is still on outmaneuvering 7-eleven and for that his strategy is simple i know the price of everything in that store he said with a smile so i sell the same things cheaper and then ah! he said and then there's what he doesn't sell no hot food he says never uh guess the ah! race of uh this petty ass motherfucker <laughs> abu musa he's abu from the simpsons <laughs> graces ah! uh nigga we love generics bet everybody had jerry Cur- wait hold on wait, wait, wait where we at oh yeah nigga we love generics bet everybody had jerry curls like in mcdowell's oh. arab trying to sell martin Payne a, a, a hachi tachi television arab ah! name is still better than coom and go east indian his brown buns uh don't have seeds <laughs> 
they have the big mac we have the big mc african booty scratcher oh sells blueberry squishies at 612 east eden in sells magic flying carpets in the back indian southeast oh. indian i heard bangladesh but that's not a race that's just you can be from bangladesh and be white think about it lena indian and i eat the hot dogs and wings at pizza 7-eleven travel ban <laughs> banny travel <laughs> banny oh indian well the correct answer is guys if you said said indian karen you got it right y'all did guess other stuff african and shit like that wrong yep that's him in the yeah, picture his pet is on fleek six, six to twelve yes yeah, six to twelve that's what i'm talking about oh my god yeah they right it's just like the mcdowell's <laughs> Dolph brand mm-hmm. all right let's do one more we'll do the uh we'll do the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race so far. Uh, Karen is two for two today. Woohoo! That's right. Let's see if she can uh, finish on a strong note. Uh, let's see. How about, um, uh, I don't even know what this one Okay. A man admits to duping women into sex for porn rehearsals. What? Another dude did this. This is kind of common. I thought those videos online were fake, but now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, but like, that might be real. A Kansas City area man has pleaded guilty to duping dozens of women and having sex with him on camera by telling them, they were rehearsing for roles in a pornographic movie. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office says 34-year-old Mario Antone of Raymore. Uh, doing an audition couch. Huh? Doing an audition couch. The black couch mm-hmm. audition? I, I guess. I don't know. I thought that was, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was real. But, you know, it's one of those things where you go, okay, they really only do this in porn. Uh, Mario. Apparently not. It's either Mario Antoine or Mario Antone. A-T-O-I-N-E. Uh, Raymore, Missouri, pleaded guilty to one wire fraud account, will be sentenced to 10 years in prison under the terms of the deal he agreed to Friday. He also will be required to pay restitution to his victims. He faces uh, spending up to 60 years in prison for the plea deal. They say he created online aliases as a talent manager, photographer, and videographer, and claimed to work for fictitious companies in the pornography industry. Companies had legitimate sounding names like Playboy Worldwide, Playboy Asia, and the Dash Agency. He promised 10 or more women between 550 to $1.5 million after signing what they thought were legitimate contracts for jobs with his companies, according to Kansas City Star. The women were first contacted on Facebook by Antoine Posen as a woman named Nikki. The woman, quote-unquote, would then tell victims they could do an adult modeling for videos shown in private accounts in foreign countries and make tens of thousands of dollars. He would then lure the women to his house, tell them having sex with them on camera was part of their audition. He also showed them forged checks to other models, IRS documents, various other documentation to make the transaction seem legit. 
but then he never paid up and the women complained antoine forwarded images of the sexual activity to their employers or significant others so basically like oh y'all got a problem with me not paying you well now i'm gonna send this to your boyfriend and your family and shit uh also kind of wild some of these women were doing uh porn without their significant other knowing or was he just capitalizing on that like i don't even understand what the that's weird because the thing is there's a lot of stigma to it like to it period you know so it's one of the things where i'm gonna quote unquote shame you even though you agreed even though you're an adult and you consented to this i still have to shame you he contacted the first victim in 2011 and produced several tapes with her over the course of a year allegedly promising a thousand dollars for each act she never received payment in in november 2015 he allegedly told her uh she would either have to pay him nine thousand dollars to sleep with him in exchange for him not distributing the footage they made together she's believed to have complied going to his house for sex to prevent him from releasing their videos he then sent a second video victim's uh photographs to his first target telling her she had made tens of thousand dollars through a handful of rolls and that's not true he allegedly offered her two thousand dollars for a tape edition with him a third woman fell for the same trap having sex with the con man on camera when she asked for payment he sent photographs of that trips to her employer yeah see that's the other thing that's that that amount of money is um it's still like even if it was just somebody on fucking back page black uh back page or whatever that's still a lot of money for sex uh unless you're like a famous person or some shit right. like two thousand dollars for 30 minutes or an hour of fucking this dude um so he just didn't want to pay right he used her her own wedding photography business for which he was found uh wait he used to own a wedding photography business that he was found uh guilty of stealing by deceit and unlawful merchandise practices and spent almost a year in prison he reportedly sold wedding packages to brides and then never showed up to take their photos so he's just a like piece of shit thing, right authorities say there may be other victims they don't know about yeah because they're probably ashamed they're not gonna come forward um so all right guess the race white karen's going white let's check check them see what you guys believe um tells women to suck his cock white <laughs> never in the history of niggadom has an antoine ever been trustworthy with money ashy uh only has to pay money uh dead dead giveaway dead giveaway ice people white well no he's doing he's going to 10 years uh he's going to jail for 10 years uh this devil is white the couch was the only black thing in the audition room white having sex on a to an acoustic version of scenes like you're ready white black guy uh a young latin boy says black rob oh no black this nigga ain't shit and still white the correct answer is you got it right karen he's white yeah yeah i couldn't tell uh i thought that antoine might throw you off but you stuck with your guns and some of y'all got a dead wrong i don't know why is it not showing on my screen not yet at least i don't see yeah i tried sharing it and this hold on guys okay yeah trouble talking devices okay here we go with the bullshit uh let me refresh guys coming right back Mm -hmm. sorry about this Mm -hmm. 
That's pure evil. Oh my God! It's coming out of her. I can call my father Jesus. Jesus, how I love him and trust him. <laughs> Girl, you can't get no infection in your booty hoe. It's a booty hoe. Uh, all right, I should be back on screen um right now okay and then i'll show you this guy's picture guys and just keep in mind listen i'm not look sex work is sex work but it's work uh you had to fuck this dude i know you mad you ain't get your money because you made you you made you worked that day okay i know i know oh you look like he stank right Mm mm-hmm he look like one of them Gamergate dudes, like you imagine to be down in your basement typing mm-hmm. and shit. One of them men right activist dudes. Like he, he, like when you think of them dudes, he, this is the picture that pop in your head. Mm-hmm. Like a costume or something he wearing. I would diss him to his And you, we heard about you before you even got up here. Well, you have a chance, you need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't going to get you paid. Because you're not that cute. And your hair is uneven. Is you uneven. look dusty. So I'm saying, what else are you going to do besides candor, rob, steal, trying to trick some girl up out of her baby's chair or something? Tell me that ain't a read of his ass. Oh, my God. Right? Uh, you can smell him through the picture. No, thank you. Right? Like his breath smell like old Scottish sausages. Ugh. Right? That yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I never like baby. You gonna pay me up front? Like his whole body smell like uh, armpit after working out. Right. And he out here talking about. And I you know his balls stank. Right. They earn that money. You better give them a thousand dollars. You crazy? Right. Mm. No, thank you. Mm. How dare you? Right. How dare you not pay the women? <sighs> anyway. <laughs> a drunken man took a three foot long samurai sword to a pub. Hmm. Oh, but you were already drunk so seems very redundant 32 year old man walked to a pub with a three foot long samurai sword tucked into the back of his shirt the staff saw the blue handle of the weapon sticking out of luke shergo's collar as he approached the bar he was asked to leave and did the police were called and cctv showed him with the weapon uh was seized shergo shergo from butts road exeter devon told police he turned up at his home the sword is illegal and homemade from japan police say he was extremely drunk and they found the sword in his bedroom and prosecutor said prosecutor lizzie baker the burly defendant made no comment in police interviews but told cops that's me when he saw the cctv uh video he admitted to having a sword in the wanford in in exeter one day in april exeter magistrate sentenced him to 26 weeks in jail suspended for 12 months He's also given 12 months supervision and to pay 115 pounds in cost. The sword 
was to be destroyed and jp said shergold has previous convictions for similar offenses and took a sword into licensed premises so he's a repeat offender um that's why that sentencing i guess was so harsh but yeah lock his motherfucking ass up uh all right y'all we'll be back tomorrow also uh for premium people balls deep will be tomorrow in the morning 10 a.m me and justin uh so we'll see you guys then until then i love you i love you too